Money, 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 money. To the Beantown Podcast. This is Quain David Furness. We are coming to you live from beautiful Beantown, 817 St. Paul Street. I am doing my taxes today. All right, all right. We are excited. We are going to be joined by a guest here in just a second. First, I got to give my uh, listener discretion as advised tag. One might drop a few... uh, words here and there to the podcast is just objectively terrible so keep that on your radar uh, as we move ahead but I am glad to be joined today by one of my best friends in life long time longest friend to have professional tax accountant and one of the greatest guitar players I know Matthew Fiedler welcome to the Beantown Podcast Well, to most of the listening audience, I think taxes, audits are, are pretty synonymous. So, yeah, that's true. yeah. Matthew, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit more about what you do. Um, so I went to school to um, do something in finance, and I picked the, uh, I needed something in business, so I picked the uh, alphabetical order of stuff. I was like, oh, I'll just do accounting, I'll switch later, and then I just forgot to change my major, so I did <laughs> I suck at accounting, um, but I interned um, doing audit, and now I work full time. And when I say full time, I mean <laughs> full time um, plus busy, busy. Yeah, busy season now. So, uh, but it's good. It's fun. Uh, and accounting, you need to have a dry sense of humor um, and uh, no social life. <laughs> He checks all the boxes. That's why we love him. Oh, man. Matthew, have you done your 2017 taxes yet? I did them, like, last year. Yeah. (laughs) I did them, like, so I did them two weeks ago, actually using TurboTax. Um, Corporate plug. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I haven't submitted them yet, so. Okay. uh, For you. Legally, um, all of your tax information should be sent to you by uh, mid-February. Um, so if uh, your employer is holding out on you, technically they're, they're committing uh, a crime. Now, now you, you know the law pretty well. What kind of uh, uh, settlements could we be expecting if, if you sue your employer and they don't? when they don't uh, send you your tax returns by mid-February. Are we talking uh, multiple millions or what? Uh, I, you probably would never see any of that. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even say a million, let alone multiples. Um, that's kind of a between an IRS thing and uh, a you thing. Okay, okay, uh, okay. But um, 
my guess, and I've never experienced this, uh, but I, I would assume that the IRS would like do something with the company, find them. You probably wouldn't see any of that money, is what I'm getting at. I never see any money. I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Feeling a little uh, burpy today. It could be the beer that I'm working my way through right now. We are trying Peabody Heights, Mr. Trash Wheels, Lost Python Ale. It's absolutely delicious. It's refreshing. For those of you don't, who don't know, so in Beantown, we have an Inner Harbor. It's kind of our, our big thing. And there's this machine with wheels that floats around the harbor picking up trash. And I was just reading the Wikipedia entry on it the other night. They put some, like, really strange googly eyes on it. So now it looks like a animated object, and they call it Mr. Trash Wheel. And, yeah, it just floats around the harbor picking up trash. Except you can see it anytime you want, because <laughs> I know exactly where it where it sits in between like Pier Three and Pier Four, I think. Um, but yeah, this is great for those of you just joining us. We are doing our taxes live on the air with a professional tax professional professional tax professional Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Fiedler. <laughs> The more you say professional, the better it gets. That's what I've learned throughout the years. Um, so what I'm going to do, we got a couple of things that we would love to, to get through here as we're doing our taxes. First, I'm going to give you a rundown of the different forms that, that I am working with here. And Matthew, I would love it if you could just give us a brief summary of... <laughs> of what each of these forms is all about. So I'll I'll start you off with a softball. I have two W-2s here. Now, what are we dealing with with W-2s? W-2s, that would be your uh, standard uh, employer. Um, they fill out, uh, they'll get a W-3 at the end of the year. Um, that's basically a summary for all employers. W-2 is the only thing that you'll see. Um, and it, that's your probably most basic Now, if you were to receive a W-3 in the email or some WD-40, what would your next step be? Uh, WD-40, I would probably use that to lubricate my door hinge. It's been really squeaky. Um, <laughs> and as far as a W-3, I don't, technically you should never see that unless you're the employer. So. Hey, that's pretty good advice there. Now, what if what if you had a, a Chevy Bronco that's been broken down by the side of your garage for just decades? Would would the WD forty be? Ford Bronco. I'm sorry. I so I have a confession to make. I I knew it was a Bronco. I didn't know which company though. So I Google the first thing I Google was Chevy Bronco, and pictures came up. Is there a Chevy Bronco too? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So if you look for something on the internet, you'll find it. There's a conspiracy theory article two days ago. Ford's Bronco concept car was actually based on a South African Chevy. Oh, boy. So I, I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah, no comment. Am I right? Um, okay, that was the W-2. 
And next we're dealing with uh, 1098T. Now there's there's a more there's, that's a tougher one. What are we thinking about there? representation of that um it normally i haven't seen one in gosh i guess this will be two years um but it's obviously related to your education um i think that there's two types of this form um i don't know which one you have one of them is not really in a box at all like you know the standard uh how tax forms look it's just like a letter, and then you kind of have to dig for the financial information. Um, some forms are better than others. What what one do you have, do you know? Let's see. I'm looking at – are we still talking about a 1098T? Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got some boxes here. Um, oh, good. No, that's the, that's the kind you want. Okay, good. Well, just... we are cooking with gas now. Uh, oh, now here, here's a tough one for you. What are we talking about with a 1099Q? 1099Q. That's what uh, they used to call me in high school. <laughs> uh, continue, <laughs> please. I, I'm curious about this because I don't think I've ever seen... I think it relates to uh, a form of annuity. Ooh, we, we stumped the expert. Hello. It sure is a 529 plan. Okay. All right. Uh, Well, that's the extent of it. I I guess it was either that or tuition. Tuition is right. Now, now here's your bonus question. I'm going to read you their federal identification number, and you tell me which plan it is. 52175-2528. I think... I don't know what the hell that means. Oh yeah. Hey, we're we're learning from each other. I love this. That's 2018, man. Let's see here. Um, oh, last one we have is an interesting one that just kind of snuck up on me the other day. A form five four nine eight. Five four nine eight. Yep. Hey, we didn't talk about this in rehearsal, did we? It sure is. IRA contribution information. Now, you only... So, so, so tell me this. I've heard that you only have to do IRA tax stuff if you withdrew from that account in that year and that you really don't need to do anything if you're just depositing. Is that correct? did his personal taxes and um this was two years ago uh when i was in my prime and he lost sixty thousand dollars because he withdrew early that he was slapped with a sixty thousand dollar fine don't withdraw from your iras early kids let that be a lesson to you um but it depends there's quite a few different iras out there um and honestly um the IRS wants you to report everything, like uh, all the way down to any cash that you receive that doesn't flow through, you know, actual 
tax forms. How many of us actually do that? Uh, um, but the thing about like IRAs, they're going to be submitting information to um, to the IRS uh, separately, and basically what they do is they'll take um, all compared to like an employer first. So let's say your employer they keep track of your wages and all taxes, and um, they send you a W two. Well, your employer sends the W-3 to the IRS and you send your W-2 to the IRS and basically the IRS just matches it to make sure that it agrees because um, if you weren't to file your taxes, they'd know that there was someone that didn't, basically. There's a loose end out there. Um, so I would suggest the same thing with uh, the form, what is it, 5498? 5498? Yeah, 5498. 5498. Um, yeah, it's better just to do it than to not. I, that's my guess. That's pretty good insight there. Hey, limited, limited experience out here. But. Now, I, I have a pretty big announcement here. We just entered our first W-2, which is always oh, a good step in the right direction, but I got a change up. We moved states this year from oh, Illinois oh. Out, out here in Beantown. So what, what are we dealing with here when you move states? How is that going to change things? Oh, I sure did. You might be able to Let me tell you. <laughs> you might be able to write those off. I, I can't remember if it's uh, if it was if it's for work related reasons or uh, or not. But I think there's a certain level that you can write off uh, any moving expenses. Do you keep track of that? Do you have a, a little ledger that you keep in your back pocket? Well, I've got my my online receipts from the the truck company. Okay, that that's a good place to start. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what TurboTax asks for when we uh, when we get to that ask, point. I think they actually ask if you've moved. Um, what you're going to end up doing is probably filing a an um, Illinois uh, form and then also the um, current residence. I guess I could just say you announce your address at the beginning of every podcast. Are you concerned that haters uh, are going to egg your house? <laughs> I live in an apartment building. They'll be they'll be tough tough. Uh, I don't. You know, I've never announced my my apartment uh, number. I don't believe okay, so. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. It, it's funny you should mention that. So, one of my favorite podcasters and legendary stand-up comedian, uh, Bill Burr, just had a daughter like a year ago, and he's made it a point throughout uh, his podcast so far. He does two every week to never say his daughter's name on the air, but today he actually uh, accidentally uh, slipped up, I think, without him even knowing it, and he said his daughter's name. So uh, that's about the end of that story, and it's not particularly interesting, but it was just relevant to, to what we just talked about there. Um, that's that's good stuff. So the, the moving truck expenses would be huge if I can get something from that. If you meet the distance test, which is um, 50 miles away from your old home and 70 miles away from your old place of employment, I think it is, which I think that you qualify for both of those. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little. Uh, I think you'll be able to uh, get some money back for that. Now, I don't know if that's uh, an itemization um, 
Tell us more about itemizations. What does that mean? So either get the standard deduction or you can itemize. Um, for individuals like yourself and me, um, things that you can itemize uh, include mortgages, um, health costs, medical costs, um, and student loan interest. Those are all things. And, oh, property tax. But um, for us... I don't, I, I haven't really had that many medical expenses. So you do, you can do the greater of um, all of those itemizations or you take a standard deduction, which um, it's going up next year, um, I believe. And this is how behind I am. Uh, I don't even know what the final number is going to be next year. I, they kind of bump it up a little bit every year just because um, inflation and cost of living and stuff. Yeah, uh, but I, I want to say that it's twelve thousand, maybe. Um, hey, I wasn't paying attention for the last two minutes, but twelve thousand sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's just the amount that you don't necessarily uh, get taxed on. So okay. I think mar- okay, so married is uh, twelve, uh, twelve thousand seven hundred, and then um, yeah, but it's changing. So I don't. I don't know what the final number is going to be. That's how far I've been. I haven't read through the new tax plan, um, but you could get married and you can get that $12,000 deduction. Yeah, that'd be good. Sure. So I'm glad you brought that up. I won't ask you to make any any sort of political commentary, but I am curious, what are, what are just your, your quick-hitting thoughts on what this tax bill is going to mean for the average uh, lower-middle-class working guy like you or I? gonna be huge no i don't know i honestly <laughs> uh, mixed feelings i refraining from political ideas i just um ultimately i don't know if the long-term effects are gonna be kind of shitty i think sure um, sure because there's they call it a sunsetting period where some of these things kind of fall off um so the deductions that might not be as high or there's, but I think there is a little bit of misconception around it too. I, I think a lot of people are like, Oh, cause the Republicans are pushing it. It's going to be this way. And it pretty much is, but, um, like next year you won't be able to write off student loan interests. Um, which for me still won't matter cause I probably won't meet the threshold to itemize. Um, but, um, for the most part, if, the standard deduction is going to increase if people kind of net out for them, you know, um, for the average person, I, they probably won't see too much of a, a change. So um, what's, what's the, what's the strategy behind the, the sunset period there? Cause it seems like it, it doesn't really help out the people that the bill is meant to serve. Well, I think that's more of a political um, strategy than anything else. So when the Republicans get together and they say, hey, we were making the biggest, what is it, the cut, cut, cut uh, bill where (laughs) it's the biggest cuts that have ever been made and, you know, there's a little bit of hype around it. Okay, well, that's great, and it might be beneficial to a lot of people in 2018, 2019, but the government kind of loses money off of this. Uh, In fact, it pushes our deficit up even higher. So... Um, and my understanding of this is some of these um, cuts, um, quote-unquote, 
have sunset periods. So they just kind of phase out, and they they can be, you know, uh, reintroduced, but for the most part, they're just going to fall off, and we're going to probably end up with a, a different-looking tax plan that more than likely favors um, larger corporations and stuff like that. Um, that's my understanding. But R- Republicans, um, not getting too deep into the political arena, it's been a rough rough year for them and uh, with elections coming up they they kind of needed a win um, yeah so, yeah so they were pushing this through that's good stuff i appreciate that we are yeah, working yeah. our way through w2 number two w22 w22 we are we are almost done with uh with the state and local taxes of the w2 Two, we're hitting continue. Let's see where TurboTax takes us next. Okay, we're in good shape. We we owe some money to Illinois, but the federal refund is looking good so far, and we haven't even gotten to to the education stuff. And that's kind of like the heart of the order for me, because I feel like I paid about five million dollars just in tuition this year. So, wow, that's a... <laughs> well, in this economy, you know how it goes. Uh, we're, we're going to get back to, to the taxes later and I, I won't run this podcast, uh, too much longer cause I, I know everyone's got stuff to do, but we did, uh, reach out to you a little bit earlier last week and looking at the timestamp, you emailed us back February 14th at 12.06 AM. So it looks like you were having a rock and Valentine's day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's a, there's a story behind that. Yeah. Um, go for it. Were you cold? Uh, no, nah, I had enough whiskey at that point. I feel that one of my favorite things that I've been doing this month, I, so I was dry in January, but I got a flask for Christmas. And what I've been doing is taking one weekend night. So this week is probably going to be tomorrow night. And I'll eat my dinner at home and have like, two drinks maybe, usually a beer. And then I fill up my flask with something like bourbon or last week we were doing tequila and I go see a movie and I just, it's not like I'm chugging my flask. I I pace it out throughout the night. But the way I pace it out is that right when the movie is getting into like the last 20 minutes, I start to, I start to really fall off and (laughs) it'll be a situation where, all of a sudden the credits start rolling and it's like when you're driving on the highway and you like all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I don't remember the last 10 seconds. That's how it feels for me when I start to see the credits, except it's like the last 20 to 30 minutes of this movie. And then I, I proceed to stand up out of my chair and I, I leisurely walk home and I eat a lot of carbs when I get home to, uh, to, to make sure that there's no uh, ill effects in the morning. So February has been great for my diet, if you couldn't tell. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun so, going to movies by yourself. So how, and, yeah. how legal is that there, um, flasking in a, in a theater? You know, I haven't looked up the rules myself. I would guess there are some policies against it, but I don't know. The movie theater I go to is very chill and kind of old-timey and 
I don't know. It's easy to sneak stuff into a movie theater when it's 20 degrees outside because you already come and look like the Michelin man. The real strategy comes when it's middle of July, mid-Atlantic, which is just a hell like I've never experienced before. You got to wear like cargo shorts. I'm thinking, so I got some cargo pants and they, they you zip them off at the knees, but you still... I'm telling you, these things are great. I wore them to Trivia last night along with my new Hawaiian shirt. I was looking, it was kind of like a Jimmy Buffett with cargo pants type of deal. It was it was actually pretty cool. But um, yeah, I don't know. They work well. They're actually like very great pants because you can wear them for hiking. There's a lot of pocket storage. I think I'll take them to uh, Anchorage this summer when I go, cause they, they work out quite nicely. So, and you can zip them off and make shorts out of them. So yeah. Yeah. Handy. yeah, absolutely. That was the, the best thing to come out of the nineties. Oh yeah. That and like the wonder balls. That and us. Yeah. Hey, my birthday is three weeks from today. How do you like that? Happy uh, three weeks from now. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, let, let's let's get back into this here because we're already at 26 minutes. We got top 10 tips for doing your taxes this season, and uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and and go through them and and I'll read one. And if you have any commentary, feel free to to follow up with that. If not, we'll just keep going. Uh, but yeah, number one is get a cup of hot Joe now. If you live in northern Illinois and you're doing your taxes, where would you recommend gas station-wise going to get a cup of hot joe? Um, there's a, uh, a very small gas station in Rockton. Um, it's called, uh, I don't even know. I don't think it has a name. I think it's called Gas Station. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's, it literally has those uh, things that, like, when you pump up, um, it's not digital. That's uh, good stuff. You could probably get killed there, probably. <laughs> I think they have good coffee. I don't know. As far as gas station coffee goes. What was the name of that lady when we were at the Speedway on the 4th of July? Uh, Holly? Holly, I think that's right. <laughs> she was, she looked older than she probably was. We went to the Speedway to get, was slushies or something? Speedy Freeze on the 4th of July. One of many, like, semi-memorable 4th of Julys where nothing that cool actually happened. Uh, uh, Oh, absolutely. I I had one 4th of July, I think, my going into my senior year of high school where I hung out with my friend PJ, and we went to my ex's house to get a hat that I had given her that my dad had originally given to me. So it had some special nostalgia to it and we wanted it back. So we go to the house and she's not home, but her mom's there. And we had a very awkward encounter (laughs) at about 8 PM on the 4th of July (laughs) to get my hat back. We got the hat back. Yeah. And now, now my dad has it again. So a little circle of life action there, but 4th of July's were always an interesting time. In high school, because you always kind of felt like 
you should be making something really big or something really cool happen. And inevitably you end up in the parking lot of the Cherry Valley Mall playing Frisbee, which isn't so bad as long as the mosquitoes aren't out. So, yeah, number one on the list was was get yourself a cup of hot gel. Number two is uh, we're going to get real with you right here. Uh, Shit beforehand so you don't have an excuse to get up during the tax process. Do you have any comments on that? Yes, let's be honest. Once you sit down, um, you start going through everything. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this now. And then before you know it, April 18th rolls around. And for those of you who are like, oh, it's April 15th. Well, you actually get a few extra days. I think they changed that maybe two years ago. But yeah, get that out of your system. Literally. (laughs) That's good stuff. It's a play on words. I appreciate that. Uh, Number three, confirm. (laughs) This is great. So when I emailed Matthew, I I told him we had 1098Ts and even a 1098Q. So uh, in response, number three, confirm that you actually got a 1098Q and not a 1099Q. I can now confirm in front of me. We did not, in fact, receive a 1098Q. It's a 1099Q. So I think we're all good at number three. Let's go ahead and move to number four. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put, put Eye of the Tiger on to get pumped. Now, Eye of the Tiger Survivor from Rocky Two. is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. I think it's a second. I don't know. What, how many are there? 15? Well, they made... Like five originally, I think, and then they came out with just the movie. It was titled Rocky Balboa. I think we were probably in like middle school or early high school, and now they have that Creed movie with Michael B. Jordan. I so this is a question that I I like to ask people, especially people like my dad, who has, seems like he's seen every movie under the sun. Like very famous movies that you've never actually sat down and watch the entirety of. I will say that I've never watched a Rocky movie. So I bounce that question back to you. What and, and we're trying to get like as famous as possible. So my dad's answer when I asked him this Christmas was E.T. My mom's answer was The Godfather. I felt like those were both very good choices for this sort of thing. If I, if I pose that question to you, what, what are you thinking? Well, I haven't seen E.T. actually. Okay. Um, Yeah, um, I have not seen Silence of the Lambs. Um, oh, that's know. a good that's one. That's a famous one, but yeah, um, I feel like it's kind of divided. Like, even though it's popular, you'll only watch it if you're a fan of those type, types of films. That's, sure. Uh, I don't know. I, think, I don't think I've seen Cinderella either. Uh, really? Wow. Yeah, that's surprising. I watched. I don't know. It's just like a very classic Disney film. I don't know. It it just feels like in all the years you spent growing up watching animated films that had to slip in at some point, but maybe not. I, so one of my top answers on this question up until very recently was apocalypse now. And I finally sat down about a month ago. I'd made myself watch. It's a three hour behemoth and it's, it's good. It's just a lot to get through, but I can now say that I, I have seen, excuse me, apocalypse now. Um, what about, have you seen Ben-Hur? I have not seen Ben-Hur, no. Oh, you're missing out. 
Ben-Hur is like the movie that I think of. Yeah, when I think of like an epic movie, I think of Ben-Hur, but I haven't seen it. Um, it's as boring as it sounds. But <laughs> there's a good chariot race in there somewhere. Always love a good chariot race. Uh, number five is pretty simple. Log in. And we have been on our TurboTax account all night as we've been going through this podcast. So we're going to go ahead and move into number six. Realize you forgot your password that you made with TurboTax last year. So this actually happened to me when I was logging into my account the other day. And it's baffling because I'm one of those terrible people who uses the same password or same variation of their password for every single um, internet account that you have. And so I tried my base password and then all the possible known variations that I've ever used and I couldn't do it. So I reset it back to the base password and it accepted it. So we're good to go now. I don't know what the issue is. Maybe they make you reset it every year no matter what and they just don't tell you. I don't know. Yeah. That happened to me too though. Like I, mine's the same. I have the same password for everything. Um, kind of like Equifax over here. I think their password is password though. Uh, let's go ahead and move to number seven here curse we've already done that a few times tonight although i feel like we've been pretty good language wise uh i i do have a quick update on my mom so we talked a few podcasts ago about some online dating and in the wake of that podcast going live we got some very angry feedback from my own mother <laughs> saying that Wait, she had angry or mixed. No, it was angry. No, uh, there was nothing mixed about it. Uh, she said she refused to listen to further podcasts after that one came out. So that was a pretty, uh, pretty much a, a hit in the gut. Cause that was like 50% of our listening population. Um, well, we did have a conversation this week and she, she said that if I promised to never date again, that she would <laughs> consider coming back to the podcast. Now that's not exactly what she said, but that's, that's what I heard, um, when I, when I was talking to her. So we'll see. I know mom could probably use some help with the taxes, getting a little bit older in life. And it's always good to have a refresher. Um, so <laughs> Hopefully, uh, obviously, there's no way that anyone has has made it this far in the listening process of the podcast. We're at 35 minutes, but um, yeah, mom, we'd love to have you back. We we are at two subscribers now. We'd love to to bump that up to three. Um, Matthew, your thoughts on that? Um, first of all, is that really what your subscriber count is? Is it actually two? We don't keep track. I don't want to get a big head. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Um, uh, Mrs. Furness, if you're listening, uh, glad to have you back. If you're not, then uh, shame on you, I guess. <laughs> I can say that because then you wouldn't be listening. You wouldn't know. So. That's good stuff. Um, let's uh, let's let's plug ahead here as we move into the the final stages of this podcast. Uh, number eight is reset password. That kind of goes in nicely with number six. We are already there. <laughs> Number nine is do your taxes. Uh, that's that's a pretty straightforward tip. Matthew, you have any anything extra you want to add there? Uh, I think no. That's that's pretty much it. Um, 
much uh, as simple as that gets. Yeah. Okay, number 10, realize that motivating and logging in are the worst part of doing taxes. I got to tell you, TurboTax has got this down to a science. They're, they, it looks good. I'm having a good time doing it. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Once you get going, it's not bad. Yeah, inspirational prompts. Like, how are you doing? <laughs> Sprinkles, yeah. Now, I haven't seen the sprinkles yet, but uh, we will keep an eye out for that. We have a bonus tip here, number 11. Realize number 10 is wrong. Taxes are the worst part of doing taxes. Classic, <laughs> classic fashion, bringing it back around to where we started. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah, those were the top 10 tips. Matthew, do you have any uh, kind of last-second parting thoughts for for doing your taxes this season um something i would say is i don't know why people specifically people in my life they always wait till last minute to get them done and i realize that people are busy but the sooner that you get them done i mean this sounds very cheesy um but just get them done i otherwise it's just something you push off you push off and you know whatever and and then following up with that and I shouldn't say this because uh, I technically I am an accountant, um, and we we thrive. It's a it's a we babysit your money basically. Um, uh, but for those who are like tax preparers, if you just if it's just you, um, or you're married and you have a pretty simple tax form, don't go to H and R Block or like you can do it yourself. It's not all that daunting, especially like you mentioned, TurboTax is pretty. Uh, pretty straightforward um taxes seem very um scary irs seems very scary but essentially it's just like and it's like just going to the the dmv which as i'm saying this i realize is also very scary but it's not, it shouldn't it should be a big process but the worst part about the dmv is is you're always waiting in line with your number when you're on on the internet you're not waiting for anybody it's it's up to you to go at the speed you want that's that depends on your internet connection. Sure you <laughs> oh, man. Do not get Matthew started on internet connection. We could spend a, a whole half-hour podcast just talking about that. I'm over here in Greenland with no service. <laughs> uh, we'll try to put a link to uh, to Matthew's location on Google Street Maps. Oh, appreciate that. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you look, if you squint, you can see a, a polar bear and some... Uh, I was going to say Eskimo, but that's not the, the correct term anymore, is it? Inuit people? Is that is Inuit. that what we're supposed to say? Inuit? It's, yeah. It's funny because you're uh, using... Oh, wait, no, that's Intuit. Okay, that's fine. Never mind. I'm going to make a corny <laughs> joke about uh, <laughs> the program you're using. Uh, <laughs> always always I'm looking for... it. am full circle because I've uh, now hit on my, uh, my dry accounting jokes, so... Yeah, <laughs> we did touch on that in the beginning, didn't we? Um, yeah, I think that's that's what we wanted to get through. Uh, Matthew, we're going to keep you on the line to, to wrap up after the podcast finishes recording here for just a, a couple minutes. But I do want to thank you very much for for coming on the air live, giving us 40 minutes of your time and some, some top uh, tax tips and, uh, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if you work for RSM. Is that right? That's correct. Um, I don't know if legally they want me to be broadcasting. 
Um, well, I, I, I think they're going to be very happy when they see a spike in business by about 300% after this podcast wow. hits the airwaves. <laughs> uh, if you are listening to this, there's the potential chance that, that you are on iTunes. We're looking to, to make that, that shift to iTunes, not a shift, but a, a doubling. We're going to stay broadcasting on YouTube. We're also going to be up on iTunes and looks like SoundCloud as well. So we're really expanding our market. Thank you to all the Pledge Drive Telethon donors from last week. We raised just a bit over $100, which was actually great. Uh, And that will get the podcast up on the air uh, on iTunes for about 10 months. So not too shabby in that department, but that's just an annual Pledge Drive. We'll be doing that uh, once, once per year around this time. Again, uh, next week, we are going to be doing our Oscars Predictacular. We are looking for a guest uh, for that show. So if you're interested, you think you can outpick uh, myself in the Oscars categories, um, great. If you don't volunteer, you might end up having to listen to Matthew uh, ramble for 35 minutes (laughs) about his Oscars predictions. I haven't seen any of them. He hasn't even seen Cinderella. So, <laughs> anyways, thank I think you. Cinderella could win this year. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> thanks again, Matthew. Actually, really do appreciate uh, you coming on and your insight, and you make the podcast far more interesting. Uh, yeah, that's what we wanted to say. Hope you have a good week, and I will check in on you next weekend. <laughs>